Congrats to Mike Messina, Edgar Martinez, the late Roy Holiday, and of course, Mariano Rivera, the Sandman, for being the first player to be unanimously voted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Salute to all those great players. Now, I don't watch a lot of regular season baseball, but postseason baseball, I'm in there. I love postseason baseball. Salute to the NFL. Both conference championships were classics. Both were overtime games. That was a big up to the league. Now, granted, there was some controversy in each game, but overall, both of those games, they were exciting. There were great plays made by great players. And as a fan, I enjoyed it. Salute to the NFL. It's the Cypher. I am back from a beautiful vacation with my love. Can't wait to get into this. So with this long two-week waiting period, which feels like a month or so for the Super Bowl, for us fans, it's a drag. The NBA season, 46 to 48 games into this season, about to swing into the dreaded trade deadline where you start hearing the most insane trade rumors and all these blockbuster deals. And nine times out of ten, nunca. None of this happens. It's Narnia talk. It doesn't come to fruition. But we're NBA fans. We love this game. And part of this game is the drama. It's the rumors. It's the what if trades. So, yes, like most of y'all, I'll get caught up in it. I'm a Laker fan. I'm a fan of the game first and foremost, but I've born and raised a Laker fan. So, sure, I'm going to sit there and hope that Magic Johnson and Rob Palenka can put together some kind of package to make a deal that will improve the Lakers, improve them in a way that will make them legitimate contenders. You hope that if you're a fan for every team. I don't care if you're a Hawks fan. Well, if you're a Hawks fan, you know you're in the lottery. But if you're a Bucks fan, if you're a Raptors fan, a Spurs fan, a Sixer fan, a Rockets fan, even the Warriors, I'm sure they're, th they're thinking, we got Boogie, but you know what? Sure, we'll take more talent. Every team out there is looking to improve, to add talent, to get that one player they think that's going to make them that much better to make a playoff push, to make a title run. So every fan this time of the year has hopes. Well, again, every fan of any team that's legitimately in contention if you're a Hawks fan, if you're a Cavs fan, if you're a Bulls fan, my guess is your only contention is you just hope that Zion stays healthy and that you get a really good shot at getting him. But I thought, you know what? Before we jump into everything I've enjoyed this first 46, 48 games of this NBA season. I had a conversation with somebody and. In that conversation, they went into the dreaded GOAT conversation. And the two names that are always brought up, Michael Jordan, LeBron James. But I think that how can you not talk about what Bill Russell did over the course of his career? The insane numbers that Wilt Chamberlain put up. Oscar Robertson, and these are going way back. A lot of these cats are way before I was born. 
But you have to acknowledge what they accomplished, acknowledge their greatness. You have to acknowledge what Larry Bird and Magic Johnson did. And what about Magic? Does Magic Johnson, does Magic have a GOAT claim? I know Kareem does, but his name isn't brought about as much. But does Magic Johnson have a claim or can there be a claim made for him being the GOAT? Think about it. John Stockton, 10-time All-Star. He made All-NBA eight times. Nine times led the league in assists. Two-time steals leader. Five-time All-NBA second-team defense. 15,806 career assists. Jason Kidd, 10-time All-Star. Six-time All-NBA. Nine-time NBA defense. Rookie of the year. Five-time assist leader. Over 12,000 career assists. Steve Nash is a two-time MVP. An eight-time All-Star. Seven-time All-NBA. Five-time assist leader. And here's the thing that's most impressive about Steve Nash. The 50-40-90 club that they're always talking about that Steph has done once and he's flirted with doing again. Steve Nash did that four times. He's got over 10,000 career assists. Then there's Mark Jackson. Rookie of the year. Made an all-star team. Over 10,000 career assists. One of those grizzled veterans who had a really good career, not a Hall of Fame career. I mention all those guys because those guys are the top four people in the NBA when you talk about career assists. The guy that's fifth, that's behind all of them, that's Irvin Johnson. And all those guys are great floor generals. Three of them, they're locks. They're Hall of Famers. We know this. Jackson was a pro's pro. But anybody that knows the game would ever, and nobody that knows the game would ever rank any of them ahead of Magic Johnson, who in 12 full seasons went to nine NBA finals. He's got five titles, three finals MVPs. And remember, this started in his rookie season. Who didn't remember that performance? Game six, NBA finals. He starts at center. Because the game before that, in game five, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who was averaging over 33 points a game at the time in the series, got injured in game five. He starts at center, and he's playing against Dr. J. And this is when Doc was still Doc, when Doc was still an athletic freak. Mo Cheeks is on the floor. Double D, Daryl Dawkins and company is still on the floor. Caldwell Jones and those kind of guys. He starts again, Doc, the rookie, and puts up 42 points, 15 rebounds, and seven assists. 20-year-old rookie took over, led the Lakers to their first title since Weston Wilt. Magic wins his second finals MVP, averaging 16 points, 11 assists, and eight rebounds at age 22. Two finals MVP at age 22. That's crazy. And even in the defeat, remember, he had some ups and downs as well, but they were all in the finals. Even when he lost against the Moses Malone-led Sixers, who swept those Lakers, in defeat he averaged 19 points, 8 rebounds, and 12 assists. Then he lost in seven games to Bird Celtics, and you remember he made some crucial mistakes late in the game. The media and some fans started calling him Tragic Johnson. 
even amongst that, when you look at his numbers, 18 points, seven rebounds and 13 assists, shot over 56%. And then he was called Tragic Johnson. I think the really great players show their mental toughness during those times. I think the really great players, they respond best when there's adversity. Maybe more importantly, it reveals their true character and vice versa for some other players. Magic and Kareem led the Lakers to another title, beating Bird and the Celtics in game six for that series. And that was in the 85 finals. Magic goes for 18 points, averages 14 assists, eight rebounds, shot over 50 percent. Beat them again in the 87 finals. And that's when I think most NBA fans remember this. It was like his signature moment. Magic makes a game-winning shot. It's a skyhook. He calls it the junior, junior skyhook over Bird, Parrish, and McHale to win critical game four of that series, and the Lakers went on to win that series in six games. Magic earns his third finals MVP, 26 points, eight rebounds, 13 assists, 54% shooting in that series. Then Magic and the Lakers repeat Versus the bad boy Pistons in a great seven game series. 21 points, 13 assists, six rebounds, 55% shooting. James Worthy, though, was the MVP of that series. And let me just pause for a minute because I like to give props where props is due. Isaiah Thomas in game six of that series of the 88. 89 finals in that series was amazing in game six on one leg. And you can look it up on YouTube. It's an amazing performance on one leg. He scores 43 points, eight rebounds, six steals on one leg. It's one of the most amazing finals performances ever. So does Magic Johnson have a case for GOAT? I think he does. I think When we talk about the true greats, and there's a lot of guys that are in the Hall of Fame, in that skyscraper, there's a ton of players that are in that skyscraper. But in the penthouse, at the very top, it's a small group. It's about 10 or 12 guys. And then we start judging you by your numbers and by your titles and by who you played with and by who you played against. Magic faced... Mose Malone, Doc, Mo Cheeks. Those are all Hall of Famers. Bobby Jones and Andrew Tony. Tony would have been a Hall of Famer had his career not been cut short by injuries. That's who he lost to in 83. In 84, he lost to Bird, Parrish, McHale, and Dennis Johnson. Four Hall of Famers. And Danny Ainge had a very good career. Not a Hall of Fame career, but he was a very good player. That's who he lost to. In 89... He lost to Isaiah Thomas, the bad boy Pistons, Zeke, Dumars, Rodman. They're Hall of Famers. Mark Aguirre is somebody who probably should get some consideration, but he won't get in. Bill Lambeer. That was the team that he lost to. He lost to Jordan and Pippen. And by then, obviously, that wasn't Showtime Lakers. That was a completely different Laker team. And by the way, I think that particular season is... My favorite season by Magic Johnson, even though the Lakers didn't win the title, because that Laker team 
wasn't supposed to be in the finals. They were not favored to be in the finals. They shouldn't have been in the finals. The favorite, the runaway favorite to make the finals that season was that loaded Drexler's Portland team, the Blazers. And those Lakers went in there and they upset that Blazers team because of Magic Johnson's talent and his leadership. I'm biased. I'm going to keep it 100. And here, here's the thing. I'm biased, but I'm consistent. I think Magic has a case for the GOAT, but I don't think he is the GOAT. That's my opinion. But anybody that tells me Magic's the GOAT, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm going to respect your opinion. He's my favorite player all time, and I don't think he's the GOAT. Having said that, though, think about this. In 905 games, Magic put up over 17,000 points, over 6,500 rebounds, 10,000 dimes, career averages of 19 points, 7 rebounds, and 11 assists. There's still the, and, and here's the thing when you look at his overall numbers, his career assist total doesn't match up with those other guys because. Most fans know his career was cut short because he caught HIV. That's not a secret. But his career average of 11.2 assists per game is still the highest in NBA history. He also holds the finals record for assists in a game, which is 21. He's the only player to average 12 assists in the NBA finals. And he did that six times. Magic is also the only players in finals history to have a triple-double in multiple series clinchers. Meaning, when it was money time, in the big game, he was that much better. Magic averaged over 20 points and 11 assists three times and has 138 triple-doubles. They're second all-time only to the big old Oscar Robinson. Five-time champ. Three-time finals MVP. Three regular season MVPs, 12-time All-Star, 10-time All-NBA, four-time assist leader, two-time steals leader, nine finals in 12 years with five titles. And I get it. As time passes, there will be more players with more total numbers because this current era favors offense in every way. But his career averages, his regular season and playoff, combined with what he did in the finals, I think it gives Magic a strong case. I don't have him number one, but there's no question he's in my top five all time. And like I said before, he's my favorite player all time. Magic lost to and beat NBA Immortals in the finals while they were in their prime. That's Magic Johnson. Hey, guys, I'm still on boat time, so I'm going to split this episode into two uh, to balance it out. Again, I'm on boat time, so you guys are going to have to forgive me. Shout out to the Facebook fam. Missed you guys. Appreciate all the inboxes and all the support. Same for you YouTubers out there. We're going to keep it consistent. The episodes of the Cypher consistently, I'm going to put something out every Tuesday and every Friday. We'll do a long episode on Tuesdays and a shorter one on Friday to wrap up the week. Much love, much much respect. I'm going to turn this right back around and talk about what I've enjoyed 
over the first 46, 48 games of this NBA season. I appreciate you guys. Thank you.